across Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Abi and Niu have amassed over 5.3 million followers. That's right, 5.3 million. And they weren't exactly the earliest to the social media party. They didn't have the best equipment from the very beginning. And just like you and I, they started off with a grand total of zero views. Though what they did have from the very beginning was great f***ing content. And you, my lucky friend, are about to listen to their exact structures and processes to creating powerful content. Abi and Niu, welcome to the So Damn Productive podcast. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you so much for having <laughs> us. We started by speaking about quality. How good does your content have to be from the very beginning? There is one story that I usually share with everybody that is of Mithila Palkar. Now, Mithila Palkar was a household name, but still she was a bubbly new uh, actress, a new face uh, uh, in the web series zone. But then one day she just had an idea that she wanted to recreate the cup song. And uh, she just called her friend from someplace who owns a DSLR, but then she was not available or something. And ultimately, she just shot that cup song on her phone. And that cup song went viral. Mm -hmm. So probably the publicity that she did not get from doing a web series, she got it from that one cup song. With my particular uh, scenario, what was happening is before I entered into the world of content creation, I was working in the field of advertising. I was making short films for myself. So I was aware of a lot of technical aspects of it. So somehow that, uh, that translated into my content naturally. So you can never pinpoint and say that this is the right time to start. I feel everybody just needs to ask themselves that whether they are ready to take that leap. And the best thing for beginners is that nobody cares. As I say that nobody gives a shit. So it can be, uh, it can be both ways. You know, uh, the negative side is that you are not going to get a lot of views. But the positive side is that nobody is going to remember how bad you were. And probably if they do how bad you were, then they are going to appreciate how long you have come. What people can do is probably start by making videos that they don't put up, practice a little bit so that they get rid of those technical difficulties that they face. So then they don't let go of a good story just because their technical aspects are not perfect or not up to the mark. Once you actually decide to start, the tough part is getting in front of the camera and recording yourself. It's a very strange feeling. It's very, very cringy. I used to get, I, I used to get extremely conscious coming in front of the camera and I still get very conscious. And one of the ways that Abhi and Niu have made sure that they share as much information as possible and get rid of that feeling of being conscious in front of that camera that is staring at them is through scripting. We just actually finished a course and then uh, some of our students wanted to see us scripts and then I said it's the same as what we talk in the video but they didn't believe us so mm -hmm. then when we actually shared one of our scripts because it's literally word to word similar to what we talk on camera they were really zapped but what happens is when we actually have a script in front of us and I know that okay I have this one paragraph that I need to deliver then I can focus on it and I can practice it two three times and I can say okay when I say it with emphasis on this word then the impact is greater and then my mind doesn't ramble off in like 30 different directions. 
that's what happens with people when they uh, when they go off the fly and then they record because they might have one good point but if they can't think of another point after the first point that they've made then they tend to stumble and then they will be like uh oh, are oh, but yeah and you know this and that and then and that and then you're boom you've recorded for half an hour but then your usable content is like 2 minutes so that can happen but because you have a very tight script we know this is exactly what we want to say this is what we want to focus on and then we can put all our energies into making sure that that delivery is perfect scripting just makes life easier for them and if you've ever made a video without a script you will resonate with news point on rambling you have no clue what to say next so you just say literally whatever comes to your mind and half the time it's garbage and in fact you know just between the two of us don't be going around telling people i switched this podcast over from a traditional interview to narration partially because i am a professional rambler so scripts really just do help now i already know your next question dude you've decided to make videos and you're going to script them but how long should they be and where do you post them see we started from making videos for facebook and instagram and then slowly we started uploading and being serious about youtube as well so uh earlier days there was no other stream of revenue so uh, on facebook if you want to monetize your videos it has to be longer than 3 minutes mm -hmm. so that's why firstly all the videos are longer than 3 minutes and secondly uh, if the videos are too long then people don't finish them on igtv so i have to find some sort of a sweet spot with where it is not too long for any platform so we are one of the few creators who upload the same video with a little bit of changes in the formatting on all the platforms so we don't upload a smaller or a shorter version on igtv just because the platform favors short form content more we just want to be honest to the audience who have uh, followed us over there because they followed us uh, i mean we don't want our instagram to be a funnel for our youtube we want to just give the best possible experience to our audience over there so that's why i feel it's a sweet spot for us but we keep experimenting here and there and slowly we want to start making at least a few videos that are longer than 8 minutes again the uh, the reason for that being the platform youtube favors videos that are longer than 8 minutes so we want to keep experimenting and uh, last year around this time where our average duration was around 4 minutes or something 4 to 5 minutes max now it has gone to 6 minutes 7 minutes mm -hmm. um, around that so it's a gradual push we don't want to uh, switch it so hard that it is a shock for the audience and besides all the attention spans are falling so then even when i uh, for our finance channel if i mm -hmm. put up a video for 10 minutes or 12 minutes people are like make the video shorter make the video shorter but i'm like okay finance is such a complicated topic i need time to explain with examples so even there when people are learning something like it's a 100% learning experience people still don't want to put in the 10 minutes to understand with examples so people's attention spans have really crashed one of the key takeaways here is that you have to understand what your audience is looking for and create content accordingly and another big point here is that creating different content for facebook instagram and youtube is literally three full time jobs so they have one anchor piece of content that can then be cut up and fit to the needs of each platform when people start creating content they actually have a different strategy for each uh, platform and uh, that's perhaps how it should be what happened with us was we stumbled upon each platform by accident and then incidentally mm -hmm. built up the audience over there 
so what happened was uh, we initially started uploading videos on facebook and we had no instagram presence over there and then people started saying hey why don't you put your videos on instagram because you know all my friends are on instagram nobody is on facebook but i want to share your work but i can't share your facebook videos with my ig friends so then we said okay let's start putting videos on instagram but instagram didn't have igtv at that time so we mm-hmm. used to upload it in one minute carousel cuts so we first started with that and then uh, instagram uh, came up with igtv so we started putting videos on igtv and then people were like hey you know you guys are really amazing but your videos should come on youtube because how do i share it with you know my elders because i think 100 reasons to love india is great and i want to share it with you know my uncle on whatsapp or something but or my teacher but you know you guys are not on youtube so then that's why i slowly made a shift to youtube so that's how it was so then because there were people who wanted the same content on different platforms they wanted to view the same content on different platforms so we start putting up the same content but that's kind of like the very twisted map of how we began so that's why we put up the same content everywhere because there's a there's the audience we've grown on facebook there are those people who are there on instagram who rely on our content the hyper young ones uh, the slightly older generation who watches it on facebook and uh, the youtube audience who prefers to watch it on youtube instead of any other app this is such an awesome approach because they literally followed their demand people asked them to explore new channels so they knew the time investment of building a new channel from scratch would be worthwhile so now you know how to start you know the importance of scripting and what channels to explore so now how do you actually go about creating your content calendar so whenever a new month begins i make a calendar uh, of the videos that we are supposed to put out in that particular month so if there are any uh, time specific videos for example independence day is coming and i want to make a video about the independence day so it has to go on 14th august or 15th august that's where people will be most interested in that particular topic so there are some things that i can predict where people will have better interest during that particular month and i can just schedule those videos around that point of time so around in a month three videos three to four videos go this way which are time specific for example tomorrow there will be a video that is going uh, live that is going to be a time specific video so that is something that i could plan earlier and i could begin uh, reading about it some time back mm-hmm. but there are some videos which are just so fresh that we can't really i mean we can't really predict about it for example uh, we had uh, like the most recent ones you know like we had a lot of uh, news on afghanistan and a lot of people had made videos on it we were a little late but we managed to find one um, very interesting line of thought that nobody had actually covered on uh, who would be the intended beneficiaries from whatever happened in afghanistan and then we read a lot about uh, how china intends to profit from uh, taliban's takeover and obviously pakistan with their proxy play over there so mm-hmm. that was something that uh, you know we kind of joined the dots from two or three articles that we were reading and we dived deep into it and then we found a lot of actual stuff that and then we put out a video on it so then that was something that was that came as a result of all the news that was happening around at that point of time so those are a few videos that happen based on current events some of it is is obviously something that so those that are like based on history or 
um if if you're covering say a freedom fighter or uh, any notable personality or a scientist or something like that then we we'll, we will stick to their birthdays or their death anniversaries so that the people remember those dates so yeah so, so. the schedule goes like we give ourselves uh one or two day max to make content about a particular topic if the topic is very very complicated then we go for 3 to 4 days but not more than that then uh the shooting is the easiest part because mm-hmm. uh, i mean uh, we right now we are not going out we are just shooting the videos from home so then shooting is the easiest part uh that happens usually at night because you get the best audio at night there are lesser disturbances coming from outside and uh, then editing takes around uh, 18 hours we we spend a lot of time in writing the video and uh, very less time in shooting the video and somewhere in the middle editing the video the editing process is getting faster and faster every day as we are slowly expanding our team it's still mm-hmm. me who edits the videos but then wow. some some yeah. uh, tasks are outsourced to people like for example there is somebody else making thumbnails now so that just saves 1 hour of my time in making that thumbnail for three platforms separately so that's that's how we are just trying to reduce that sort of effort and keep ourselves free and fresh for longer so that is what we do that's a really big point abi and niu are one of india's most popular content creators yet they do all of their own editing while most will outsource to video editors they've made the unique decision to keep that work in house see i come from a film background and there was mm-hmm. a saying in film that uh a film is made on two tables that is writing table and editing table so these two tables are the places where i can have control over the content that i am creating i am not a news channel where there are 10 different minds working on it even though we are two people we work as one single organism on this particular topic so we want our content to be a piece of art and picasso didn't have five people working on one painting because ultimately he is translating his craft through his uh, through his hands like although it's the same paint that anybody else can apply but nobody can apply it in the same fashion that he would so there is something that comes out of that video which is something that even i can't describe through it it could be something as simple as adding one particular sound effect at one particular time but it is very difficult for me to explain it to somebody that i want it over here because i don't know that i want it over there so i feel editing and writing are two departments where i would like to have the maximum control over uh but still there are certain small tasks that still can be outsourced to other people uh so that we are trying to do slowly and steadily he's also is the subtitling to me so i do the <laughs> subtitles so <laughs> so yeah yeah but so. i don't consider her as somebody outside the mm-hmm. i system. mean basically editing is like it's like a person's handwriting you know your handwriting can't be the same as mine so then your thoughts on the editable will not be the same as mine which mm-hmm. is why you know for the finance channel uh, i edit the videos unless abhi is helping me like if i want any animations done then i'll go into the software and do it myself because a lot of times there are things that i envision that this is how it should look you know whether it's a 
scale balancing or i have an example and i want to do it in a particular way and explaining that to him and making sure he gets it done will take mm-hmm. a lot of time so it's mm-hmm. faster for me to do it myself rather than give it yeah i mean unless somebody has a technical difficulty in editing i mean if he if he or she is just not able to do the editing himself i think a content creator should uh, edit his videos himself i mean i think even kc nayestar edits his videos himself so unless that person wants it to be technical i mean uh, if it's going to be something that is that that content creator is okay with being very technical very mechanical and very mm-hmm. monotonous then it is fine uh, outsourcing it to other people right. i mean i know tech youtubers who definitely outsource their work to other people and they are doing it just fine because that's what their content demands their content demands them to be so regular i mean if the iphone 13 is coming out then the video has to go out tonight and mkbhd has to shoot it on a red camera transcode it it's just not mm-hmm. possible for one single person so by adding more people he is adding more value he is not just reducing his work he is improving his work so unless i find somebody who is ready to improve my work not just take away some sort of responsibility in terms of writing and editing i will not hire somebody for that that person has to bring more value than just the time that he uh, makes me free for because if i do that then i just feel i'm cheating with my uh, audience so i really want you to maybe even rewind and listen to that section editing is not the sexiest of tasks it involves monotonous work that takes hours and hours but if they don't edit their own videos that one crucial element that makes their videos unique will be gone now we're going to rewind back a little bit back to the writing and scripting processes now as some of you might have experienced already scripting can be very very tough you're literally starting at a blank piece of paper and have no clue where to begin but there are structures to storytelling that you can use and here's what abi and neo follow we try to bring in uh, the most interesting or the most eye catching uh, statements in the beginning of the video so then uh, not just the people who know us and not just the people who follow us but somebody who is new to us uh, who probably might be less interested or not even aware of the issue that we are talking about gets at least interested we follow the aida model attention interest desire and action uh, okay it was taught to me in term, in advertising and uh, that works in short form video content as well i mean there has to be some sort of attention grabbing element to the video so then the people who are watching that video stay over there again all of this applies to facebook and instagram where uh, the platform is discovery based and not search based i mean on facebook i don't think people will be searching for our videos and then watching them people will just be getting those videos in their feed and then they would decide whether they want to continue watching it or just skip so our first i mean our first intention is to get people's attention then get people interested into it then the desire would be the meat of the video as i said i mean why are we making the video what is the point that we have to make how do we keep people interested to stay on that video for longer than 3 to 4 5 minutes and then the action a lot of times we 
try to give some sort of solutions through our videos. I mean, a lot of times if our videos are related to the environment, we try to give people some sort of ways to be more eco-friendly, to incorporate, to be a part of the system. So then uh, they can also feel involved. So the structure is to grab attention, then quickly gain interest and desire to convince audiences to watch the meat of the video and then call them to action. A-I-D-A. Now, how is this structure actually applied? Once a topic is decided, how do they actually go about writing the script? Is the process actually putting out a brain dump of everything that you first know about the topic and then consistently cutting until you get to a point where you're very, very concise? Or are you starting to be concise from the very beginning? It's a mix of both. I mean, uh, it depends on the topic. A lot of times the topic is so complicated that sometimes one video is not enough. And just for us to figure out that one video is not enough, that brain dump is important. I mean, right now, uh, we call it the uh, table of everything. Mm -hmm. So uh, where we just have a whiteboard and we put out everything that comes to our minds that should be covered in that particular topic. I mean, I think Neo follows that right now that she just, she'll just put out everything that's coming to her mind first and then try to reduce it or try to form it into a structure. Yeah. I mean, like the first video that I made uh, on the finance channel, my table of everything had headers. Like I, I filled two pages with the table of everything. And Abhiraj is like, these are 30 videos. What is wrong with you? <laughs> so then we narrowed down on one video. <laughs> one of those headers became my entire video. Once you get out everything that you want to actually talk about, then you can realize, okay, this is getting too long. This is getting too complicated. Uh, or maybe whether you're falling short of something and you feel that, okay, there's something missing. So maybe if I add something more, it'll improve the video or it'll give more value to people. But a lot of those things are pretty intuitive, you know, like sometimes we'll read the script and then we'll sit and we'll say, okay, no, wait, there is something missing. Okay, so let's, let's take like half an hour and try to see if we can add something more to it or whether there can be something more interesting to make the video more impactful. But a lot of those things are intuitive, you know, sometimes we'll be like, okay, I'm very satisfied with the video. From the processes, structuring and emphasis on quality and detail. You can probably tell that this field isn't for the faint of heart. It takes work. And actually, to be more precise, it takes a f ton of work. I mean, since childhood, I always believe that if you press hard enough on paper, the handwriting is better. It's not always the case. I mean, literally, if you look at my notebooks from my childhood, they will literally have that uh, handwriting on one page and then it would just get sort of embossed into other two three pages as well because i just mm -hmm. thought that if i press hard enough my handwriting is going to improve it's not the case for everybody and it doesn't work that way so i really don't want to promote any sort of toxic hustle culture or anything but let me just tell you that what works for me mm -hmm. what works for me is having a tight deadline when i know that a particular video has to go out on that particular day it will go out on that particular day. Like we have hardly missed on very, we have missed on videos very few times. And whenever we have done it, it's not because the video wasn't ready. It was because we felt that we can do better. So the one day that we gave extra to ourselves, we worked that much extra as well. So it was not because we were falling behind. It was because we had more to say. 
and it has always worked in our favor. So yes, so first rule for me is have a deadline and stick to that deadline no matter what. The second thing is know when you are the most creative during the day. I mean, I keep my mundane tasks for the beginning of the day because I'm not really creative during the day because there are a lot of other things that I have to manage apart from writing the content or editing the content during the day. There are some phone calls. We just renovated our house. So then we have to follow up with certain vendors who are supposed to send stuff to us and just, I mean, do accounts and there are a lot of things that we have to do calls or anything. Mm -hmm. These are not creative tasks, but they just interrupt you while you are into your zone. So I don't try to be very, very creative during the day. I try to be creative during the night. So that's why we sleep very late. So that has messed up our sleep schedule. But in return, it has given us uh, a good space where we can be creative as well. So then, yeah, that's the thing. So you have to determine whether at what point of the day you are most creative and keep your most creative tasks for that point of time. I mean, I'm sure that everybody is facing different challenges in terms of time management. Um, some people might have kids, they have other responsibilities, they have probably some people have a job. So then they can't definitely be writing content on their work table while they're working with their company. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's the second thing. Uh, the third thing is that uh, there is a system in place that uh, the day I upload a video, the next day is an off day for me. And off day doesn't mean that I will not work at all. It just means that I will not work on the main video. So I don't consider working on reels as work work. It doesn't take that much effort in terms of execution. It takes effort in terms of ideation. And I try to take the ideation part in bulk. Like I do ideation in wholesale. I sit down and try to write down as many thoughts that are coming to my mind in terms of just an idea. And because short form content and reels are so quick, that you don't have time to do research about any idea. It's as simple as you have an idea, you expand upon it and you are done with your 30 seconds. So the day I upload or release a video, the next day is sort of a semi break day for me where I will not work on the main video for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, only if it is a time bound video that has to go out on the next day, then yes, then we will do that. And in terms of taking a break, we have to work on that. We don't take enough breaks and we want to take a retreat very, very soon where we uh, don't carry our cameras and our mm -hmm. laptops and just go somewhere and talk to each other. So it happens. I mean, it's not that we don't have conversations with each other. It's just that when we are in this space where our uh, home is our studio, is our office and uh, is everything, it's just doesn't mentally free you from what you're doing throughout the day. Like literally, as people say that I didn't want to work a nine to five job. So now I work 24 seven. So that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly the life of a content creator that we are working 24 seven, probably even at, even during our sleeps, we must be getting some ideas or something like that. So yeah. Yeah. What about you, Neil? What are your, um, what, what are your processes? And I also wanted to touch on here, I, I've heard that you're also a voracious reader. So is that also a escape for you? T talk about your processes and escapes. 
Yeah, yeah. No, reading is an escape for me because uh, we're two different persons, you know. We, we, we like chalk and cheese. So, uh, he likes reading non-fiction. I like reading fiction. So, then uh, I'll probably read through a lot of books. Uh, on Like, right now I have a scribe trial. So, I have books that I've uh, borrowed from NetGalley. So, then NetGalley is a service that sends you a free copy of the book. But you have to review the books. So then I uh, have a lot of those books that I have to review. So then I'm reading those, I'm reviewing those or I'll watch something. Lately, I've started something of a self-care routine at nights where I'll spend time uh, taking care of myself. I'll listen to calming music. I'll play Sudoku because Sudoku somehow manages to chill me out. I don't know how. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, those are the things that we do uh, separately. Uh, because, you know, you, you have to figure out what works for you as a person. Uh, if you think that taking uh, some time off for yourself every day will help you as a person uh, chill out, then do that. Because we're also partners, we're husband and wife. So, uh, you know, we have to learn that. I mean, it, it was a bit of a learning process that he's not the same person as I am. So his coping mechanisms with work or relaxation are different from my mechanisms. So, yeah, that's how it is. And I just want to ask one question before we wrap things up. Have you ever dealt with burnout? And how, if you have, how have you dealt with it? Yeah, so uh, I have been feeling burned out for, I guess, the last month or so, which is why I've not put out uh, too many videos on the finance channel. I mean, I have a lot of ideas, but I've just not been able to get it out. Uh, But I, I don't know. I think just taking a break and figuring out what you want or spending some time doing things that you love or pampering yourself. Those are a few ways. But then as it is with burnout, you really can't say what what will kind of like spark your creative energy, what will push you to do better, what will, you know, make you shake off all the uh, whatever, however rusty you feel mentally. So mm-hmm. uh, I haven't really figured out when I can get back on track as yet but I'm working towards it so I'm mentally feeling much better but then taking a break definitely does help break as in take a bit of a mental break spend some time doing self-care opt for therapy if you can be regular with your exercise and eat well so those few things also uh, kind of like make a difference if you are burned out the best thing of course is to take a vacation where you can recharge but we were waiting for our vaccinations before we actually stepped out Mm-hmm. So uh, we just got vaxxed, I guess, two weeks ago now. Yeah, nice. Been two weeks. Yeah, so then yeah. now we can actually think about responsibly <laughs> going somewhere. Otherwise, we were like, we didn't want to go outside when we haven't. Yeah, I mean, a second through our it's... videos, we, we encourage people to be responsible and we just wanted to lead by example. Sure. So uh, since last year, since the first uh, lockdown or the first pandemic, we have just gone out once. Uh, um, yeah, once or twice, maybe. twice yeah. and that wow. was also in the month of February. Uh, gone out in the sense, gone out of the city. Like we have to go out to, we have to <laughs> go out to say, get that's groceries. Very impressive. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we have to go out to get groceries and play with our dogs. Uh-huh. I mean, we go down, we go to meet our parents. That's mm-hmm. fine, 
That's fine. about it. But yeah. uh, we have not gone out of the city more than twice. If anybody ever tells you that creating content is easy, they're either lying or they're doing a very bad job at it. The world of content creation is full of burnout. And as Neo mentioned, you have to take care of yourself to be able to do this for the long haul. But if there's one thing that I want you to take away from this episode, it's the fact that they view their content as art. And as you've heard, creating that art isn't always glamorous. The scripting, the editing, it's also time consuming and mentally exhausting. But the high comes from producing something that they're actually and truly proud of. So just maybe, if you take the time to create something unique and valuable, you might just crack that content code. Thanks for listening, folks. We have some super interesting episodes coming up, so make sure to subscribe so you don't miss that shit. Peace out and see you in the next one.